0: This is Dr. Carissa Hines of Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Information without understanding is not very helpful. Talk with the doctor and feel like you're talking to a friend.
1: If I could save time in a bottle like a treasure and then again i would spend them with you but there never seems to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, Atlanta. This is Dr. Carissa Hines, and you are listening live to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. We are broadcasting live from the WWWE Real 1100 AM studio here in Atlanta. I hope you all are having a wonderful, wonderful Thursday, and thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us today. So some things to talk about. Well, before we get into that, of course, we have to do our show starters, right? So because that's what we do. So our shout outs, that's what we start every Thursday, um, shouting out our listeners. And so if you will tell me where you are listening from, I will shout your city out the next week. And I thank you so much for uh, letting me know where you are listening from. And we love to welcome new listeners and new cities. So shout out to my number one fan. Hey, mom, I hope you are having a fantastic fantastic Thursday morning. Uh, Shout out to my family in Norfolk, Virginia, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Chesapeake, Virginia, Washington, D.C., Hobbs, New Mexico, Temecula, California, Opelika, Alabama, Lusby, Maryland, Cedar Bluff, Alabama, Columbus, Georgia, Woodbridge, Virginia, Hampton, Virginia, Seattle, Washington, Houston, Texas, Fort Campbell, Kentucky, Charlotte, North Carolina, Gaston, Alabama, Center, Alabama, Oxford, North Carolina, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and College Park, Georgia. Like I said, shout out your city. Tell me where you're listening, and I will shout you out next week. So, as I said, we are broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. here from the WWE Real 1100 AM studio. You can also stream the show uh, over the internet at www.real1100.com, or you can watch on excuse me, various Facebook pages. So we are streaming on the Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa Facebook page. We are also streaming on the WWE Facebook page and on the Old Fashioned Health Network uh, Facebook page. That is, we are part of the Old Fashioned Health uh, Network family. We also have a YouTube channel. And so we're going to be producing videos that are independent of the show and posting those to our YouTube channel. And the channel is Medical Minutes with Dr. Dr. Carissa, We are also uh, heard on iHeartRadio as well. So, lots of ways to listen. And so, however, you listen, I thank you. We are also a podcast. So, every episode of this show is, is recorded and posted as a podcast. We are on iTunes, Google, Captivate, Spotify, Amazon, Overcast, TuneIn, PocketCast, and Stitcher platforms. Please follow us on social media. For on Facebook, we are Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. We are also uh, at Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa on Instagram and at Minutes Doctor on Twitter. Please follow us on social. I appreciate it so much. So, alrighty, next thing. So, we always do our COVID update. So, here we are. So, we are at 30 million cases to date and I think last week we were at 29.7 so we haven't had very very much of an uptick in the number of positive cases so that is a good thing so when you start to see the number going up but not going up so sharply um, you know those are all positive things so what we are doing with social distancing, masking and washing our hands is continuing to work so please continue um, to do that, don't give up on that. We are at 500 Hundred and forty-eight thousand deaths. Unfortunately, uh, we are up from last week. Uh, Seven thousand. We were at five hundred and forty-one thousand last week. Um, but again, not jumping by leaps and bounds, although uh, we send our condolences to those new, uh, new bereaved families. And uh, in our vaccine count, so, so far, we have had 150 million doses of the vaccine distributed. And I think that that is, that that is great. Um, And so, On the new front, so I don't know if you all have seen this, um, but it's reported, I want to say in the New York Post or the New York Times, I'll get that source corrected, um, that Pfizer is reporting that the vaccine is 100% uh, efficacious in children ages 12 to 15. And that is incredible. That means that, you know, it's because it was 90, the Pfizer vaccine was what, 94, 95% effective in adults um, and even more effective in children. And that is very, very exciting because there are a lot of people who uh, are anxious about getting their children vaccinated. um, But of course, that has not been the recommendation for ages under 16 as of yet. So definitely um, with this with this report, um, and I will say, you know, I put this with a pinch of caution because, uh, this data has not, as of today has not been reviewed, uh, by the FDA. It has not been scrutinized as it should be. Um, and so therefore there is no real recommendation or no timeline as to when that vaccine will be released to the pediatric population, but it's good that there is that data, which, you know, when I review the, um, The briefing documents that were given to the FDA before, um, there was a small subset of about 250 children that were a part of the initial Pfizer study. Uh, But the reason that they could not um, make any recommendations or any statements about that was because of the small sample size. So when you only have about 200 of something, you don't have enough people um, in the study to make a... um, to make a determination that it really works and to make a recommendation based upon that. So since that briefing document was released, um, they ha- there has been a push to have children enrolled in these studies. And so I imagine they have um, enough numbers now that they're reporting these, um, these efficacy rates. And so that's tremendously, tremendously exciting. So um, last week, there was flooding in Nashville. So we want to send our hearts out to our Nashville family. I called Nashville home for five years when I was in medical school. So, you know, I'm hoping that you all are safe and drying out. And, and all of that. So sending love to Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. It's a great city if you've never, never been. I enjoyed my time living there. And lastly, before we get into today's topic, I um, wanted to just touch on the the Derek Chauvin, uh, George Floyd um, trial, and you know, I've been seeing on social, you know, a lot of people um, expressing that they have been almost re traumatized um, by re watching the video um, of, of Mr. Floyd's. Uh, death and you know watching the trial and so on and so forth and so I'm just going to tell you like I put it on my personal social you have permission to change the channel you have permission to not watch it um, because we have to in all of these things that we go through as a community we have to protect our mental health and so if it is too distressing um, to watch or too triggering to watch that um, then please don't it, it's perfectly fine, um, you know. And of course, we send our our love to the Floyd family and to the Minneapolis uh, community at large. So now, getting into today's show. So our guest today is going to help me to answer this question: Can we really turn back the hands of time? So. We are a youth-obsessed culture, right? So everything is focused upon looking younger, feeling younger, acting younger, recapturing those glory days. Um, we're bombarded with all of these, uh, all of these messages, right? In the pursuit of reclaiming this youth, so it's in our are commercials, right? So all of your anti-aging creams that, you know, you're going to put this cream on your face and then all of a sudden you're going to be, you know, look like you did when you were 16 again. Um, You can dress more youthfully uh, and, you know, procedures to get rid of wrinkles and and all of that. And, you know, there's a real, it's not just the the surface um, aesthetics of it, right? Um, Because we know that there's definitely a thing called ageism. And so, you know, when you look Older act older, um, sometimes that can have some negative um, blowback to you, particularly professionally. Um, and so you know we talk about approaching, for example, age thirty. I don't know why we pick thirty, um, but age thirty was just like most people dread turning thirty, like it's the end of the world or whatever. Um, and so you know, but the 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 flip side of that is that dying young isn't cute either, right? Nobody wants that. You know, at least, you know, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't. Um, And of course, in the media, women over 50 years old are rarely featured in the mainstream. You know, I'm happy to say that there are um, are ladies that are changing that. Viola Davis, for example, Jennifer Lopez, uh, for example, um, you know, are in their 50s and are fabulous looking, acting, being and all of that. And so, you know, they are really, really them and others um, are, are changing our mindset of what it is to age and to age well but you know so let me ask you you know to be honest many of us want to recapture something in their in their youth right so maybe it's your energy level maybe it's your metabolism maybe it is your sexual potency or desire you know there's something about when you were younger that you now wish you could recapture. Um, and that was like the opening sound, a song um, by Jim Croce, Time in a Bottle. So if I could put time in a bottle um, is what that song is talking about. But going beyond the surface, right? Our cells are aging no matter how youthful your face is. Your body is as old as you are, right? And sometimes the stresses that we put on our bodies um will accelerate that cellular aging process. So when we talk about cellular stress, right? Um, So for example, uh, too much sun exposure without uh, UV protection, uh, dehydration, increased caffeine intake, uh, smoking, poor nutrition, pollution, radiation, inflammation, alcohol, exposure to pesticides and other chemicals and uh, poor or lack of sleep. All of these things age. I know that when I have not had enough to drink, I can look at my face and it's just like, oh, wait a minute. You know, I don't have that plumpness in my face. Now, my face is not as plump as it was when I was, you know, 16, 20 Um, But, you know, still, I notice that small change um, when I do not, um, when I do not hydrate well, for example, or when I don't get enough sleep, you know, I can see it in my face. Um, We also can talk about oxidative stress, right, which is the imbalance of free radicals and antioxidants in the body, which can lead to cell and tissue damage. So this is what is happening beneath the surface. And that is what we are going to talk about today, um, and what things we can do to change that because uncontrolled oxidative stress can accelerate the aging process and can damage the body's cells, proteins, and DNA, and has been shown to contribute to the development of some diseases. So um, conditions linked to oxidative stress, cancer, Uh, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, inflammatory disorders, chronic fatigue syndrome, asthma, and male infertility, just to name a few. So when we come back, from our break, we'll have our guest on the line, Dr. Sean Weaver-McKee, who is going to talk to us about how we can really, truly turn back the hands of time. This is Dr. Carissa Hines. You are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and we'll be right back after this short break.
1: I choose Just for Pets Wellness Center, compassionate pet care services featuring an experienced veterinary team to superior customer service in a caring and friendly environment. We offer individual attention and tailored treatment for each pet. Visit our website for more information at wwwjustthenumber 4 petsflvet or give us a call at 239-270-5721.
0: This is Dr. Carissa Hines. You are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa, and that was the ever youthful Cher singing her hit, If She Could Turn Back Time, If I Could Turn Back Time. That's something that we all wish that we can do, and maybe we actually can do it. So, let me tell you all about our guest today. Our guest today is Dr. Sean Weaver McKee. Uh, Dr. McKee is a board certified neuroradiologist, so I'm gonna let y'all, I'll tell you, let her tell you about that. Um, In addition to that, she is a two time 140.6 mile Ironman triathlete and ultra marathoner. So let me tell you, I run half marathons, and so for people to do Triathlon, So that's a marathon and you're biking a distance and you're swimming a distance. That's like top shelf right there. That's top, top, top level. Uh, She is married to a gastroenterologist and is the mom of two sons in college. She is the president of the Vitality MD, which specializes in uh, nutrigenomics and how we can Turn on cells to turn back time, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the show, Dr. Sean Weaver McKee. Dr. McKee. Hello.
2: How are you? Hello,
0: hello, hello. How are you?
2: I am fabulous. What an amazing uh, introduction! Thank you so <laughs> you much. You are I very welcome. Love your preview of the problem that we're all facing.
0: Thank you very, very much. So let's get into this. Well, first of all, tell us what a neuroradiologist is and does.
2: All right. I am the uh, subspecialization um, doctor that you never want to need my services, because that means you have something going on with your brain mm-hmm. or your, your spine. Um, I read MRIs primarily of the brain and spine, and so, you know, I can tell you why you have a headache, possibly. I can tell you why you have a ringing in your ear or why your eyes are bulging or whatever. Um, but I really haven't um, ever been able to fix it.
0: Mm. That is that is the thing. Finding the problem and fixing the problem are are always two separate, separate areas there. So yeah. now, getting into nutrigenomics, tell us what that is. Well, nutrigenomics, I'm hearing a feedback. Are you hearing Uh it? Um, No, I'm not hearing it.
2: Excellent. I will ignore it. Um, Nutrigenomics is um, using targeted nutritional compounds and science, the combination of science and nature, to positively impact your genes in order to achieve a desired outcome, i.e. healthy vitality. And it's all about the genes that we express um, not so much the genes that we're born with, although we hope we're not born with genes that um, increase our likelihood for bad things to happen down the road. But the, the really good news is it's not uh, so much about what genes you're born with, it's, it's more about what genes your body expresses. So, for example, the opposite of nutrigenomics would be like a McDonald's diet. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, are, you are impacting the genes in the opposite direction that you want. You, you're... You're causing the genes that code for inflammation and and all kinds of horrible things to be expressed, and you're suppressing the ones that code for healing and recovery and regeneration.
0: So we can do all of that just by what we put into our body?
2: Absolutely. Every single thing you put into your mouth is a message for your genes. Think about that. I like that. Yes. Uh, Food is is really... um, is
0: instructions for our DNA. Gotcha. So yeah. So when I was doing my research, one of the questions that I saw that that came up was, you know, is this changing my DNA?
2: It's actually not changing your DNA. Your you, the de- genes you're born with, you're stuck with, right? Right. <laughs> All it's doing right. is changing what's called your epigenome. So you have your genome. That's your you know, CTs, A's and G's, you know, um, those nucleic acids that, that form your DNA, double-stranded helix. But there's something called the epigenome, which uh, is basically signals. It's almost, it's, it's really switches. Um, if you think about um, the end result of, say, um, let's just say um, a, thi- a, a thyroid putting out a hormone, right? Mm-hmm. That That is the end result. That's a big job, right? But it starts with this tiny tiny little signal um that that tells the dna to produce a compound and i like to think of it like um dominoes and you can actually knock over a wall sized domino starting with a postage stamped domino mm-hmm. um, because of that cascade of events and that's what happens inside our body
0: excellent excellent so when so you know Just to to go a little bit further, so, you know, within our DNA is a code for just about everything that will happen to our body, and what Dr. McKee is suggesting is that depending upon our nutrition, which we know most of us have poor nutrition anyway, we're not really getting enough of the nutrients that we really truly need, Um, depending upon the level of nutrition that you have within your body that you can express some things that are good or you can express some things that are not so great. So that's why the McDonald's diet is not necessarily the best thing um, in terms of living a healthy lifestyle, unless you're getting the salads, which, you know, who goes to McDonald's for a salad? But, you know, not, <laughs> I, I don't judge, whatever. Um, so now, how how does nutrigenomics apply to Not just to me, I'm not saying me specifically, but to the individual. Like, how can I turn on the expressions that I want?
2: All right. Well, your body has pathways. Of, you know, those pathways have switches.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, there. if you think of anything that you know because of what you've been reading and hearing in the news that's good for you, say sauna mm-hmm. or... Um, even D3, or uh, even turmeric and ginger, those things all signal a specific pathway in our body. One of them is the NRF2 pathway, and it's a long string of words. You don't need to know what they stand for, but it basically sounds like the little football we used to play with as kids. Um, so the NRF2 pathway is has been called the master regulator of the body's Cytoprotective response, which means cellular protection. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been called the most extraordinary therapeutic and preventive breakthrough in the history of medicine because when it's turned on, your body produces several hundred proteins that are known to reduce inflammation. And it also turns off those proteins that are known to produce inflammation. So you've Mm -hmm. got anti-inflammatory proteins being produced. You've got antioxidants. You've heard of Antioxidants, right? Vitamin C, That's vitamin C. right. Yeah. We have proteins and, and peptides in our body that are millions of times more effective than vitamin C. You eat um, a blueberry, you're going to get 9,000, what they call OREX, and that's oxidant reduction, in, you know, something capacity. Um, <laughs> it's 9,000. Whereas your own molecule of, say, something called superoxide dismutase or SOD, neutralizes a million every second. For days, and then Mm. it's replaced with another molecule. So it's you want the one and done team, which is blueberries, which you definitely need to eat. Blueberries—they have all kinds of other compounds, and they and they help make up your tissues. You are what you eat, but you also want your own good guys—those molecules and enzymes that your body used to make when you were young in overabundance. You want those ramped up back to the level that it was, or that they were when you were a child. Unfortunately. As we get older, it's like we have a dimmer switch that just gets turned down and down and down with each passing year. And and Mm -hmm. especially, you notice that at the decade, Mark, you mentioned over 30. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. the reason that people notice that is because that switch has just hit that critical mass where you're like, oh, my gosh, I need to rest after, you know, doing something that you you used to be able to do all day.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I I noticed that even in my own own self, you know, and and that's one of the things that you know, when I, and I think a lot of people are this way, when we want to just say, you know, oh, this is just the effect of aging. I'm just getting old. And in many ways, some of us have resigned ourselves to that. And some of us are, are fighting the good fight still, right? Um, yeah. But you know, it is not necessarily just that, right? It, it is all of what we are doing, but it is really, really challenging because, as you mentioned, like with the blueberries. So, when uh, once upon a time I was looking at the the FDA recommended daily allowances of what I needed um, for fiber and you know antioxidants, and basically I would spend my whole day eating. <laughs> Because that was the way that I could get in, like, the the recommended amount, like fiber, for example. You have to eat an incredible amount of roughage in order to have the amount of fiber that you really, really, truly need. And it's like, I have to work. You know, I want to go outside. (laughs) You know, I want to do some other things besides sit here and, you know, and eat broccoli all day long. Not that broccoli is great. You're not a professional eater. (laughs) Right. But you almost have to be in order to eat a healthy, you know, in, in order to eat healthy. Um, and, and that becomes, you know, it can make you crazy almost, because you're trying to pursue this. And I will also add, it's not cheap to eat healthy. Eating healthy is a very, very expensive proposition, right? Because, you know, when you are looking at I will eat this hamburger from McDonald's that may cost a dollar versus a $5 salad. And, you know, when you're weighing your budget and, you know, and all of this, you know, sometimes a lot of the times that dollar hamburger is going to win out over that $5 salad because you need to allocate those other $4 to something else. And so what things can we do? Um, You know, I know I want you to tell us about your product. And how it works and how wonderful it is. And I remember when I was on your podcast, The Vitality MD, um, you know, you talked to me about how you felt very, very run down and very, very tired. And this product has really, really helped you to invigorate your life and to recapture, not necessarily turning back time, but to recapture that energy and that vigor that you had when you were a, a younger woman. Tell me a little bit more about that.
2: Yes. Um, well, wow, you really encapsulated it. So what you said about, you know, you would have to eat all day. It's um, because nutrition works. And it, and it again, it becomes us. Um, but it, it's ability to put out, say, the fires of what you mentioned earlier, oxidative stress. Think about it. It's rusting. Mm-hmm. That is oxidation. We What do we breathe? We breathe oxygen every day, every breath. Comes right. in. And that's causes that free radical damage or oxidation or oxidative stress because the oxygen, um, it, it has an unpaired electron on it, and that causes that, that it's, I don't want to get too sciencey Yeah, but, but that becomes causes that free cascade, radical, right. Yeah, it causes a cascade of reactions that ultimately lead to our internal rusting. Um, or think about it when you cut an apple, right? Mm-hmm. That apple, as soon as you cut it, that inside flesh is so fresh and moist and and bright, uh, color white. And then as the air interacts with the flesh of the apple, it turns brown. Well, it didn't turn brown when the skin was covering it because the skin was protecting it it from the oxygen. Right. So, So you'd have to eat eight pounds of broccoli sprouts to do what you can do with just swallowing a blend of herbs in three seconds. Okay, so eight pounds of broccoli sprouts is probably not possible. That's and an all-day job. A GI I'm telling you. Distress, right, right. right. <laughs> and um, right. it's expensive, and it doesn't taste very good. At least after the third pound, probably. Right. And guess what? Because it's food, when food is combined with that oxygen, it also produces radical damage. It's kind of a. It's it's helping put out the fire at the same time as it's stoking the fire. Adding fuel, sure. So I have a, uh, you know, because this is a, is kind of a a complex topic, and there are other pathways. Um, I have an educational group for your listeners who are on Facebook. I'll give you the link to the group that's direct if you like, hold and on people second, can go can, in there and learn. Hold on
0: one um, second, and I'm going to put it right on. I'm going to go to my Facebook page right now, and I am ready for the link.
2: Okay, it, and I make it a tiny URL because it's just shorter. So tinyurl, T-I-N-Y U-R-L dot com Forward slash, vitality v i t a l i t y, the number four life so tinyurl.com dot forward slash vitality for life. That'll take you directly to the group, and I ask the, you your people to um, you know just say where you heard about it from and mention your your uh, program, and um, then we'll get you right in and, and get you educated. But um, there's a there's a, a news report that actually aired in two thousand five that talked about it. Because when um, it was a biotech company way back in the um, early 2000s that said, well, we can reduce oxidative stress by almost half. Well, if you know what oxidative stress is and you know what antioxidants are, you think to yourself, well, that's a ridiculous claim. Nobody can say that, you know, right?
0: Right. because it doesn't make
2: it's, it's intuitive.
0: You know, it just doesn't make intuitive sense.
2: Right, so that so guess who came knocking on the company's door? ABC Primetime, it's like sixty minutes or you know NBC Dateline. When those programs come knocking on a company's door, usually the CEO is running out the back door with his briefcase over his head, going "No comment, no comment." Mm-hmm. Well, what, ha- <laughs> what happened is they're like, "Well, actually, we actually we need uh, participants for our study to prove this, right?" So they took um, an Emmy award-winning journalist, blood John Quiñones. Mm-hmm. He's won like eight Emmys. They took his blood, and and they had said it, it's by forty percent in thirty days. He came back in twelve days because they always have to throw a wrinkle in. And you know what? His oxidative stress had come down to the level of a healthy newborn. Forty-five percent reduction in twelve days. Wow. And his, and he said he was sleeping better. He feels better. He had more energy. Mm-hmm. And you would ask about me, and I I had the same exact thing. It didn't take it didn't take twelve days for me to feel better. It took a little bit longer. Because everybody's different, right? But, right. Boy, you take oxidative stress out of the equation. It's not about how old you are. It's about how much oxidative stress you have.
0: Right. That's right. Yeah, because you know, I, I see. You know, I, I talk about the face a lot and the oxidative stress that that affects how we look. You know, how we appear. Um, you know smoking and exposure to the sun and, and so on and such things and you know we talk about you know melanin being protective for our our friends of color um, but that's not the only thing that goes into that and that's not solely protective because of course as we have talked about with other shows skin cancer does happen in, in people of color after they have had that type of UV exposure um, but you know that's one of the things that we can see like I see people all the time who are my age and I'm looking at Them like, we're the same age, and (laughs) and and I'm gonna you know and I'm going to confess here, and you know my mother's listening and so I know she's going mm hmm, I don't have the best diet you know because of what we do for a living I don't have the best sleep hygiene, right, Um, you know I'm an ER doc and so I'm eating however, whenever, as fast as I can and not really taking time to digest properly. So, you know, I am not doing all of the healthy things that I need to do in order to live my best self, but I still notice those differences in, you know, what people put their bodies through. And, you know, when I talk with people and and find out, you know, what they do for a living or what they've, the kind of life that they've been living, I can say, you know, in my own mind, I would never say that to a person like, oh, okay, I see why you look like you're 65. (laughs) And you're fifty. Yeah, you people, know
2: people um, earn their, their appearance,
0: right? Right, right. And you know, and unfortunately, you know, that's a that's a thing of of, of circumstance, you know, that some people have to, you know, work out in the sun and, and, and do those kinds True. of things. But you know, it definitely is definitely is something. So let's see here. I have it I have it up. So Vitality for Life Facebook group. So that is on Mm -hmm. the Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa Page for those who want to join and check that out and learn more about um, how you can decrease your oxidative stress and, and feel better and be better. You know, I don't think that this is just something that's esoteric, um, you know, because, um, you know, we talked about the wrinkles and that kind of thing. And, and after a while, that just becomes very, very superficial. But what the reason why I wanted you to come onto the show is because this goes deeper than fixing wrinkles. Right. Exactly. This is something that really can help people live a better life, perhaps even longer But definitely in the days that you have to be well rested, because, you know, just think about how you feel when you get a good night's rest, how amazing that feels. And what if you could have that amazing feeling every single day from today on?
2: So true. Um, You know, in fact, lowering one of the favorite, one of the one of the most common, I, I call them side benefits. To reducing oxidative stress mm-hmm. people sleep like mm-hmm. they used to and they dream and they wake up rested and you know what i love is that you know it's it's really within most people's ability to invest it's less than two dollars a day it's a dollar 67 a day to um to nice. radically change your your cellular dna's expression and that's all we are it's a bunch of cells so
0: right Right. And as those cells, if we can keep those um, around longer, like, you know, they they talk about telomere stress. Right. And that, you yep. know, as, as you shorten your telomeres, you're getting closer to the end, to the end and of guess life. What? And guess what shortens telomeres? Oxidative stress. Bing, bing, bing. Yes.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there um, it is. It, it, it's, I was going to say, it's just it's just so it's so um exciting and and, um, invigorating to know that you can address so many problems you know those wrinkles that gray hair the lack of sleep the lack of energy brain fog all with just addressing the one root cause of it all Mm -hmm. and it's just unbelievable to me that I didn't find out about it until you know my doctor told me about it nine years ago. Wow, I was kind of almost mad when I told when she told me that. I'm like, why haven't I heard about this? <laughs> well, you know, and that was one of
0: the things. because when I did my research for this show. Um, you know, there was a lot of initial it seemed. Initially, it seems like there was a lot of um, opinion within the medical community that this was fluff. Right. You know, because because, you know, we're we're hardcore scientists in medicine. And so, you know, there's that. However, you know, I did see, you know, was it the New England Journal of Medicine? You know, major medical journals are now turning attention and giving, you know, giving some some conversation space um, to nutrigenomics that this is a, a real thing. You know, and, and I think that that is encouraging, you know, when we in the medical community, when the scientific part of our community, um, you know, can embrace something new and present that out. I think that it's, it's really, really a good thing because, of course, we all want all of all people that we come into contact with to live their best lives and be their best selves. And so, you know, it it really is being taken seriously, um, you know, by major medical journals. And that was very encouraging to see that, you know, it was in places like, you know, like the Lancet and New England Journal of Medicine, um, you know, just to name a couple um, hard hitting um, medical journals. So, yeah, so this is definitely not, uh, you know, this is not uh, fluff science. This is this is a real thing that people are really giving time and money into investigating. And I, I think that that is wonderful. So now in the last few minutes of our segment, Dr. McKee, anything else that you would like to share with us?
2: Well, um, yes, I, I just think um, one of the things that uh, you had mentioned, the studies, um, and if you look at, we were talking about the Dozens of things that are good for you, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh-huh. ingredients like ginger and, and turmeric. If you look up those on where the doctors go for their research, which is PubMed.gov, P-U-B-M-E-D.gov, mm-hmm. and you'll find thousands and thousands of studies on um, them. And what I love is that this this blend that, doc, that John Canones was, you know, trying out and really trying to debunk um, that that news report actually sparked a flurry of research in independent um, medical schools and universities. And um, to date, there are um, 31 that have been published, 28 are on PubMed. And one of them was done by the National Institute on Aging, which Mm. is part of the NIH. They've been trying to find inexpensive and non-invasive ways to extend healthy lifespan. They study mice because humans live too long to study that. But um, they, they found that Nothing that they tested that wasn't a drug ever was able to make that claim, that it extended healthy lifespan in mice in the three, um, they do it in three different locations um, to, to make sure that it's real mm-hmm. and true. Right. But this did. This did. And they even underdosed it for the first 10 months of the mice's life. Um, so I feel confident that um, my health span is going to be longer than it would have been if I wasn't doing this right and uh, and I just love that I can share it with the people that I care about and help them as well
0: exactly because we want us all to to live well well Dr. McKee thank you thank you so so much for taking your time to be a part of our show today you are now a part of the medical minutes with Dr. Carissa family and anytime you would like to come back and share with us you are more than welcome to do that ladies and gentlemen Dr. Sean Weaver McKee thank you so much Thank you, Dr. Creason. We'll be back after a short break.
1: Be sure to listen to The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Donna Sewell a podcast that explores emotional health and its impact on everyday life. In the Enclave, we will address emotional health and how it is connected to other parts of your life, such as physical health, relationships, spirituality, and even decision-making. The Wellness Enclave with Dr. Sewell can be found on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. This is Alvin. And this is Edmund. On On the the Old old Fashioned Health Show. show. Tune in each Friday from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. And listen to us live on iHeartRadio or the Real 1100 app. Where we talk about healthy information, products, and or services. And get some old school music in. On the Real 1100.
0: This is Dr. Carissa, and you are listening to Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. We just had a very powerful and and really informative session with Dr. Sean Weaver McKee, the Vitality MD, talking about how we can use a supplement to decrease our oxidative stress, which will prolong our cellular life and make us feel better. And so I'm going to tell you all I am going to get this supplement myself. And start taking it. And I'm going to report back to you all how I feel um, from time to time and just let you know. Because I, you know, as I've told you all before, I believe very, very much so in transparency. Um, You know, I want to practice what I preach. And if I recommend a product, it is because I have used it myself um, and can report it from a a firsthand um, perspective. Right. So in in everything, prevention is the key. Right. Um, Because we talked about these the reasons or the the ways that we cause oxidative stress. Now, oxidative or oxidation is a natural process. And so, you know, that is something that we cannot really, really control in its totality. Right. Um, But there are things that we can do. And, you know, that is one of the the Undercurrents of this show is empowering people about their lives, about their bodies, about their health, so that they can live better and be better. That is what my goal is in presenting information to you all week after week, and I hope that that you all are taking what you need uh, and and going with it. So prevention is is the key, and you have heard me say before that you know we can pay attention to prevention or we can pay attention to disease but one way or the other one of those things is is going to to capture your attention and so one of the, a few of the things that we need to do in order to help ourselves to reduce this oxidative Stress on ourselves is to reduce stress on our bodies. So, you know, I know particularly, you know, in this past year, 15 months or so that we've had um, being in the midst of this pandemic, um, you know, everybody's stress levels are just through the roof, you know, and there's really, really not a whole lot that we can do about it. but there are little things that we can do, right? Um, you know, like I mentioned in the, in the opening about watching this trial, that is stressful. You know, that is triggering a stress reaction in a lot of people. And so where you can, turn it off. Turn off the TV. Turn off, you know, that complaining coworker. You know, that, that nagging spouse. Do what you can to turn it off. Because the noise of all of that generates stress and is killing ourselves, is killing us, right? Um, and we're going to talk in, in a future show, we're going to talk about stress, like really, really drill down um, on that, because that is something that I struggle with in, you know, balancing my life and reducing stress. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. We want to have a balanced diet, you know, as, as Dr. McKee and I mentioned, you can't eat eight pounds of broccoli, right, in a day because then you have to do it again the next day and the next day and the next day and you know we work we ha- we have family that we want to see you know we have lives that we want to live instead of just sitting trying to eat 8 pounds of broccoli But, you know, again, little things that we can do um, to improve our diets, to, you know, eat more leafy green vegetables, more lean meats, increase the amount of protein, drink enough water. Those are very small, but very impactful and powerful things that we can do um, to improve ourselves. You want to limit the intake of your processed foods. So foods that are high in fat and high in sugar. Those are the foods that probably taste the best, but just have a little bit of it, right? You wanna exercise. Now that we can get out, it's springtime, the sun is shining, um, you know, get out and breathe the fresh air, right? You wanna quit smoking for a lot of reasons you wanna quit smoking. It is a very hard habit, and we will post some things on our Facebook page, some tips that you can use to quit smoking, um, because I encourage you to do that for a lot, a lot of reasons. Um, And we can reduce and avoid your exposure to pollen, excuse me, to pollution. So you know, it may be that you need to go, you know, if you are a city dweller, maybe you need to go out into the country or to the coast where the air is a little bit cleaner and purer and just get that and get that sunshine on your face and just breathe good, clean air, right? So we can also embrace aging, right? In this youth obsessed world that we live in, we can be grateful for life uh, because as I said, dying young is not cute. Nobody wants that, you know, of course, unfortunately that does happen, but that is not the goal, right? You want to get old. And that's kind of the the paradox that we all want to get old, but then we don't want to be old, right? Um, you want to let go of outdated notions. So, for example, you know, I read fashion magazines and they talk about um, older women wearing mini skirts and bikinis. And I'm just going to go and tell you, if I had the body to do such a thing, um, I, I would do it at 48, at 58, at 78. I would be out on the beach in my bikini and not caring what y'all think about it but that's just me. You also want to have a positive attitude, right? You're only as old as you feel. And if you feel old, maybe you need to do something about that. You want to find a mature icon who is living their best life. So for example, I look at the late, great Miss Cecily Tyson, who we lost recently at 94, what, 94, 95 years old. She was graceful and elegant, eloquent and elegant, and a queen, all throughout. She looked amazing. She seemed like she was having an amazing experience in this life, right up until it ended. Um, you also want to learn something new. So get a new hobby, because of course, as we learn new things, we activate different areas in our brain, and that can keep our brains sharp, our memory, fo- you know, our memory and focus. All of those things can be helpful. And you also want to have a mix of friends. Right. So, you know, of course, our friend circles close as we get older and, you know, they kind of congeal into the people who have been there back from the beginning. Right. But there's nothing wrong with having younger friends because I enjoy having conversations with younger people to see where their minds are and what things that they're excited about or anxious about. Um, and it kind of helps to put things into perspective in my life. Right. And I hope that I am helping them. Um, also, so those are the things that, that we can do to embrace aging. Aging is not a bad thing, right? Because it's something that we all are going to do. We all are doing every minute, every second of every day, right? So getting in, I'm just going to just transition right into our vitamin C for today, where we talk about normal, right? So Albert Camus, uh, the French philosopher is, is quoted as saying, Nobody realizes that some people expend tremendous energy merely to be normal. Personally, I've always thought that normal was somewhat uninteresting and perhaps even boring, right? In my whole life, I've always craved the extraordinary, those breathtaking moments that become emblazoned in your memory. And I can, you know, close my eyes and think about some of the most outrageous things that have happened in my life. Um and i can recall them as if they happened yesterday right and i want i crave all of those those moments like every day right but i wouldn't exactly call myself an adrenaline junkie like you won't find me you know swimming with sharks or cliff diving again no judgment for folks who do that that's just not my jam but there are people who know me who might say that i am a little bit of of an adrenaline junkie and that i have done things that may be called uh, a little bit crazy or insane but Whatever, we won't talk about that. I just choose to call myself more so an adventurer, right? A wanderer. But in the past year, I have not been able to wander. Many of us, most of us, none of us really, really have. And at the same time, I have missed, and dare I even say secretly craved, the very thing that I have found disinteresting, normal. I realized this, this past week, uh, my daughter finally has returned to in-person school and just to have that little slice of normalcy back in my life has really been overwhelmingly comforting and has made me tremendously happy just to see that one little piece of life going back to how it was. Now, of course, we're not going to go all the way back to how things were. There will be a new normal, but I am excited about getting to the new normal. And I know I'm not alone, right? We are all craving normal, new, old, tastes better, less filling, whatever, normal. But the good thing is, and I'm really, really excited about this, that I really think that we are getting there. We just got to hang in a little while longer. It's coming. New normal is coming, folks. That's the end of our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending my favorite hour of the week with me today. Uh, Again, we, uh, God willing, will be here every Thursday. We'll be back next Thursday uh, with a, a new guest and a new topic. But until we meet again, my friends, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. Take care. This is Dr. Carissa. Thanks for joining me this week on Medical Minutes with Dr. Carissa. Join me next week for more comfortable yet in-depth conversation. Have a great week.